Welcome to Total Wine and More. I'm firing up the grill for burgers and want to impress the neighbors. You'll love this Cabernet with your burgers. Wow, great price. Find what you love, love what you find. At Total Wine and More, drink responsibly, B21. in Ontario, California, it's Dubois Sports. Hey, everybody, welcome to Fubar Sports. I'm your host, Josh, with your friends, the Foo. Hey, Foo. Hey, what's up, man? And Josie on the mix. Hi, everybody. You can follow us at our Fubar Sports group on Facebook. And on FUBARshow.com, mm-hmm. where we have a regular flagship show. That's so right. we got plenty to talk about here with the draft. No, we don't. We don't? <laughs> no? No, we Why don't. Why not, Foo? No. Is it a well, Raiders? Pretend it didn't happen. Oh, well, I, know the, I know the Raiders. A lot of Raiders fans What happened to your pretend. team, and what did they do this time? Well, I mean, the draft itself started off pretty much how a lot of, you know, experts and scouts had predicted with Kyler Murray going number one to the Arizona Cardinals. Which, actually, sorry to interrupt, but about two months ago, he was projected like number 10 or 11. I had him, I told, I said he was going to go number one a month ago because you even were like, really? And I said, yeah, Cliff Kingsbury, man. Guy's been scouting him ever since he's been in high school. True. And has always wanted him on his team, but has never been able to get him. And then now he got him. Yeah. Yeah. But it really made controversy for uh, the other quarterback that was drafted last year at number ten, Josh Rosen. Mm. He was uh, he was their original starter last year, and so they were wondering what the hell you know what they were going to do. Um, there was talks that Rosen wasn't happy that they drafted another quarterback because he thought the job was his, and then everyone like from analysts on ESPN to NFL Network, Steve Smith called out this kid for like unfollowing the team on Instagram and what the fuck and Twitter. Yeah. He just got pretty bitter about it. I mean Yeah. Listen, listen he he had not a great year last year because yeah. he didn't have a good team around him. The the Cardinals were a terrible team all around, so I didn't And there's help. a reason why they brought in a new coach. Yes, exactly. exactly. But he did leave on a good note by like leaving a video congratulating Kyler and like um you know, saying farewell to the Cardinals fans and then offering to give Kyler his apartment in uh, Miami. Or, I'm sorry, in Arizona. Oh, yeah. He moves to Arizona. So, so it was all good taste. Uh, so, I mean, he ended up getting traded to the Dolphins in the third round, I believe. I believe for a third-round pick. For a third-round pick. Devalues him and probably tremendously. Pisses, pisses him off so much. Uh, do you really think he'll do anything in Miami, though? If you talk, if you talk, or if you listen uh, to any kind of sports analyst or review they have of him, he is one of like he has a very high IQ level. Uh huh. So he like he they're saying he'll figure it out some somehow. He just has too he's too intelligent and understands football too much to not like at least be good. Oh, because he's just he's just so he's too smart for, he's, for the game of he's football. The chosen one. Jesus. Too. <laughs> Get off your fucking high horse, stupid bro. Hey, guess who said that? Go. Guess who said that? Who, who Keyshawn said Johnson. Oh fuck Keyshawn. Yeah, exactly. Keyshawn Keyshawn's been on, on thin ice with me lately, supporting Clay Hilton. 
Come on, you stupid motherfucker. Get out of the fucking family and fucking pick a new head Dude, coach for the fucking you guys Trojans. Should, you guys should just sign them to like a 20-year contract. Who? Clay Helton. No. Yeah. No. Do it. No. Come on. Fuck you. So who loves this guy? I don't know who you guys are talking about. <laughs> USC football. Oh. Yeah. Their head coach. Oh, I'll be over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, continuing with the draft, uh, the Niners picked Nick Bosa at Ohio State, number two. I expected him to go number two. Yeah, I did too. Uh, Quinn and Williams from Alabama went number three to the Jets, which, I mean, kind of fits because he's a fucking beast of a defensive tackle. He just kind of like, whenever you see film of him, he just slides in mm-hmm. between the linemen like nothing. Like he looks super slippery and he was one of the best defensive tackles. Slippery. <laughs> slippery snake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's one of the best defensive tackles in, in this draft. A good move by the Jets. Yeah. So some other players that were supposed to be like the best ones were like Josh Allen, who from Kentucky, who was supposed to originally go number four. And then also you had players like Devin White, who was, you know, also supposed to go within top five. But you know what the Raiders did? You know what the Raiders said? They said, no, no, we're not going to listen to any of your mock drafts. And we're not even going to listen to our own scouts. And you know, we're going to pick a guy that's rated all the way at the 32nd pick at number four. To be to be fair, food. No, no fairness. (laughs) Where's the fairness? To be fair, Gruden said he would surprise everyone. And he sure and he shit did. And he fucking came through on his promise. So at least he, at least he's a man of his word. Yeah. <laughs> Football related. A little upset. He picked uh, Clennon, Clellan, <laughs> Clellan Farrell, Clellan Farrell, Clellan Farrell from Clemson, defensive end. Okay. And he's the guy who said, "Yo, if you want to go, you want to go Clemson. If you want to come, if you want to play for coach, come, come to Death Valley, come to Clemson." Like he was yelling after the. He's all come for a coach. You'll make you dance like you you dance. Yeah, he, that's, that's what he said. That's, that's what. what he that's said. pretty. Is that a direct quote? Yeah, from the foo. <laughs> <laughs> per reports of the food. Well, I was there at the national championship. <laughs> oh, wow. But you know what? It, the Raiders weren't the only ones to turn heads. Uh, not, you know, so I won't I won't bash on your Raiders that much. Because um, the Fuck fucking Giants did something I think was way worse. They picked Daniel Jones from Duke. Duke University, a, pri- a primarily lacrosse right. slash basketball team. Finally has a top six pick in the and NFL. How'd that happen? Uh, this guy named Daniel Jones from Duke. He was he's a quarterback that was coached by the same coach this, who coached Eli, who coached and, Eli and, and coached Peyton. Peyton. Oh wow! So and like this so, guy knows what he's doing. so that's what a lot of people were saying, and a lot and they're of, saying that actually Peyton advised him he should go to the Giants. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it was a good move because to he help had a, his little brother out or what? Yeah, to to take over for his brother at some point, mm-hmm. but. Because they they passed on a guy like Dwayne Haskins from Ohio State, who was I believe a far better candidate. Uh, in there was a statistic, um, Fu. I don't know if you can find it for me, where uh, they put they compared Daniel Jones and Dwayne Haskins statistics uh, over the past year, uh, their past college career. Mm-hmm. Daniel Jones was a four year starter at Duke, and Dwayne Haskins only started two seasons for Ohio State. But Haskins had more yards. A, high, a higher touchdown to interception ratio and a higher completion percentage and quarterback rating mm-hmm. than Daniel Jones, who overall still had like a pretty good, you know, he st- still had pretty good statistics, but nothing compared to the ability that Haskins had. Because Haskins is supposed to be a more mobile quarterback 
and can still throw it down, sling it down the field and, uh, you know, with deadly accuracy. But yeah. a lot of people are, I think, I believe were just too enamored with the whole fact that this guy was coached by, I think his name was uh, Dave Sutcliffe or mm-hmm. something, something to that effect. And he, just because he was coached by former Peyton Manning and Eli Manning, uh, just coach. It was pretty much like uh, a product of that Manning system. Yeah. Which is why they wanted him. And it's funny seeing all the reactions all weekend, pretty much all week since it happened in uh, all the sports world. Like Max Kellerman, uh, who is a notorious New York Giants fan. He used to be here Mm -hmm. in L.A. on Maxim Marcellus on ESPN 710. Mm -hmm. He was like so upset and pissed off. He's like, I'm so angry at the Giants right now. I, I told them, I told them, I told them not to do this. Uh-huh. And like even like even when it happened, like during the actual draft, all the fans that were there were just like, what the fuck? Daniel Jones. <laughs> no way. Yeah, like everyone just it was had like their a hands reception. Are, yeah, everyone had their Every, hands on All the head, Giants like, fans, dude, the they fuck? were pissed. And they took a, they, they showed a video of Dwayne Haskins <laughs> in his house. When Dwayne Haskins heard the Giants pick uh, Daniel Jones. He just looked down. He saw the live update and he started started laughing like a smirk. Yeah. What? Yeah. And then, uh, you know, but I like Max Kellerman, by the way, dude. That guy keeps it real all all the time. time. Especially in boxing. I love him on sideline, on the ringside. No, not at all, dude. He goes to the middle of the ring, conducts an interview, just pretty much just pointing out all the fuck ups that you've done. He's like, hey, I'm calling you out. Explain yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Really? What's the meaning of all this? What makes you think this is right? Yeah, Yeah, no. Max Kellerman's a fucking. He's a beast. He's He's a a beast, man. I love him. I love him. I always support his ass. Uh, And I, you know what? I'm so happy as an Eagles fan that the Giants did something this stupid. It's it makes my not heart only warm. that the the pick we had before the Eagles too. We should have had that pick. Which one? The running uh, who's we, we man? The Raiders. Ah, of course. We picked a fucking running back when we could have. We needed to pick a fucking lineman. Yeah, we. Uh, so the Eagles jumped up to number twenty two. The twenty two pick. They made a trade with the Ravens, mm. and they picked Andre Dillard from Washington State, who's a badass like outside Shh. tackle. Yeah, really um, good. And. You know, there was talks that they could potentially get this running back, Josh Jacobs, who's supposedly the top running back in the draft from Alabama. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Raiders ended up picking him, which, honestly, dude, I don't hate that pick. I think Josh Jacobs is a good pickup for you guys because he's he's more versatile. He can catch, and he can run behind the t- in between the tackles. Yeah. Uh, it's just his health. I think that was one of the main concerns. But the Raiders don't really have a line, so yeah, it probably would have been. That's why I was like, fuck, we really needed a lineman, and we could have just tried to sign somebody. Well, then in your third pick, because you had the number, you guys had the number four pick, the 24 pick, and the 27 pick, and you went, again, the complete opposite way. You went Jonathan Abram from Mississippi State, a safety. So, uh, yeah, the Raiders had a very somewhat questionable draft, at least with its first pick and maybe even its second pick. But a lot of, like, experts are just shitting on the Raiders right now. They gave them a C, a C grade overall in the draft Mm -hmm. based off of their um, prospects. Again. Because we fucked up the number four pick is why we got the Requires improvement, foo. Yeah, but you know what? Meet standard. Yeah. Minimum. (laughs) <laughs> you got to see. It's yeah. really hard. C's to, make degrees. It's really hard to tell what's going to happen with these players in this draft. Like some players that are really low graded all of a sudden are badasses. Like you get 
undrafted players that yeah, blow up the league. The the AFC Rookie of the Year last year, undrafted. That's right. Philip Lindsay. Philip Lindsay, that's yeah. right. So you never know. You never know with these goddamn picks. It's all a guess in the end game. So Yeah. Yeah. Um uh, yeah, Philip Lindsay was actually a pretty pretty much walked on undrafted uh, or he walked on at Colorado State or Colorado University in where he went in Boulder. Mm-hmm. And then he pretty much went undrafted to the Denver Broncos in his same state, home state. So he never left home. Oh, this shit. Guy, and this guy's a starting running back now for the Denver and Broncos. he won Rookie of the Year. And he won Rookie of the what Year. What the fuck? Yeah, this guy's a badass, too. Like, Did you uh, did you see that wide receiver that was drafted by the Seahawks, DK Metcalf? No. Um, he's, he looks like he's going to be badass from Ole Miss. But there was a, I guess, pre-draft during a scouting visit with the Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Pete Carroll, or I guess DK Metcalf, walked into the interview or whatnot without a shirt. Okay. I guess some of the coaches told him, "Hey, go in there without a shirt. Mess with, mess with Pete. I bet you anything, Pete will take his off right after." <laughs> so then, show sure enough, Pete Carroll took off his shirt and conducted the rest of the interview shirtless with the kid. <laughs> Fucking bros, dude! What the fuck, dude? That's Pete Carroll, man. Thought that was a pretty funny story from the draft, but other than that, it was. Uh, I I think it was pretty underwhelming. I wasn't really. I was excited with what my Eagles did with getting the running back from Penn State, Miles Sanders, and that st- and that uh, Stanford wide receiver, Arcega Whiteside, mm-hmm. that big ass six eight yeah. wide receiver. Yeah, I think uh, the Eagles look like we're gonna be okay next year. We're gonna be okay. I think they just need a quarterback. So- Wow, dude, we already got one. <laughs> well, as I ponder, food. Speaking of playoffs, it's the NBA playoffs right now. Who have you seen any games, Fu? We just watched the Bucks and Celtics game. We just watched the Celtics just give it to the Bucks, dude. Like bent no, them over, no lube. Yeah, dry fistful, dude. Oh, dude, I uh, saw Al Horford block two of Giannis's shots. Oh yeah, man, mm-hmm. like. See the thing about the Bucks, if Giannis cannot drive the lane consistently, uh, it, they they can't do anything. Like if they have to play half court ball, it, I, I could you could see their weakness because they can't they don't have a lot of shooters besides Chris Middleton mm-hmm. and maybe Eric Bledsoe. Uh, but Eric Bledsoe is kind of iffy. A, more a ball handler. Yeah, exactly, and. Giannis, I, though, granted, Giannis hit two threes today. He was two for four, I believe, which uh, for by his standards was impressive. Great. Yeah, because yeah. the guy can't. You, he hasn't been able to shoot or had a history of having an outside shot for the last few years, and you could tell he's starting to you know try to develop it. It's going to take him a little longer. I think maybe next year if he develops his shot, they'll definitely get to the NBA Finals. But I think the Celtics are just going to. Run away with this series, probably. You, yeah, you think so, Fu? Yeah, I, yeah. I think Horford's on another level right now. Um, he's at, playing great and he's healthy, which is bad for Giannis. Not only that, the Celtics also have Gordon Hayward, who's healthy, Kyrie Irving, who's healthy. They still have Jason Tatum and Scary Terry and Scary Terry and Jason Brown. Like the Celtics are, if anything, right now are showcasing the talent that they can give the. The Pelicans, the Pelicans for Anthony, for Dave, Anthony Davis. For Anthony Davis next I year. really think that they're going to be able to execute that trade. I think so, too. I don't Fuck. think the Lakers are going to that. And that kind of throws a wrench in plans, too, because that means Kyrie will either be Boston or New York. No, they said he's not going to go back to Boston at all. Oh. He doesn't want... He's 
He's not staying in Boston. So the Lakers stand a chance. We have a chance. That's why. Even if the Foo. even if the Celtics go to the finals, I think Kyrie just does not feel welcome in Boston. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've heard Why's a lot. Why is that? Uh, well, well, there's a history. In, it, and it's crazy. It's not been even a full year yet. A full year yet. Excuse me. He's criticized the young guys a lot. Uh-huh. Like excessively uh-huh. when they ha- when they've gone in losing streaks. And then after their first couple of instances like that, I think it happened twice. Kyrie got hurt and sat out like eight games or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, and the, the Celtics won seven and one. Dang. Yeah. And they were like blowing people out. Yeah. So And so and, a lot of the young guys don't respond well to Kyrie because they him. see they see Kyrie as an equal. They don't see him as like a vet. Mm-hmm. And Kyrie tries to act like an old vet. Yeah, he's he, trying to like dominate. He's trying to dictate leadership, but I think Al Horford is more of a leader. Oh, him and Marcus Morris. Yeah, I believe exactly. are more leaders than Kyrie. More, is. a little more respected and veteran, and you know they've been playing in the in the league a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Kyrie, I mean, fuck, man, like he is a great player though. But uh, I don't. They're just not responding to him. I think I think if he does come to the Lakers, it de- definitely will be his team going forward. LeBron has to. God damn it, we're talking about LeBron now. Yeah, LeBron has to. <laughs> LeBron has to tell Kyrie, and not just tell him, but he actually has to do it and say, "Dude, you have the reins. Like, I'm here to help you win a chip now." Yeah, definitely, definitely. But you know, let's uh, let's move on to the other teams in the playoffs. You know, you saw. Which I think was one of the best series to watch, the Trailblazers against the Thunder. And only it was only a good series to watch because you saw Damian Lillard and Russell Westbrook go at it like two enemies, like yeah. legit enemies. Like I have not seen a series like that in years and, and where two players hate each other. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. It was so good. Great, it was entertaining as fuck. Great basketball, great you know, great TV, but, but honestly, that's all fucking Russell Westbrook being a fucking punk, dude. Dude, yeah, like I, I was He's watching. Such a little. I was bitch. watching interviews. <laughs> God. I was watching interviews of Damian Lillard, you know, talking about this whole thing. He's just mm-hmm. like, "Look, man, I'm cool. Like, I'm always like laid back. I, you know, I won't say nothing. But if you're on the other side of me, doing a rockabye baby cradle as in my own house." We're going to have problems, man. Because, dude, <laughs> Damian Lillard's from Oakland. Like, uh-huh. he don't fuck around, man. Right. That guy's like, you know, he, he'll he get down he to business. He keeps the reels. But too. Russell Westbrook just is the type of guy that just talks shit. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all he wants to do is just talk shit. And he cries when shit doesn't go his way. The, like, whole, he's a great... the whole fan thing was started by him. They need to have barriers around the court. It's like, shut up, dude. He's just, just like. Yeah, he nothing's uh, been wrong with this until you started crying about it. Yeah, yeah, he's the biggest crybaby in the league, I think. No, he, no more crybaby Davis. He, he no. got, uh, he got you know, like three or four years ago, he's the one who got that Philly fan kicked out. He was like, fuck you, yeah, fuck you, like two fingers. Dang. And he was just like, can we do something about this guy? And the guy, and then, he, yeah, the NBA kicked him out, they kicked him out. Of, Meanwhile, of the that shit's been going on in the 80s and 90s, right? Right, so he's just making, he's not. He looks terrible. No, not... Okay, so that's a touchy subject because should fans be able to go that fucking far at a game? Well, I don't think so because it's supposed to be a family experience, is right. it not? I mean, you're supposed to be able to take uh, you know, your, your kids yes. to a game. Yeah, and for them, for people, drunk assholes to just start yelling obscenities yeah. and 
start going. That's too far, dude. You got a point. Yeah, because you even, got kids look, there, dude. Man, look, even when our family members do that, I'm not cool with that. And you know which family member I'm talking about. I won't name names, but you know, you know which it, one, man. It's a it's his fantasy name has a T in it. But let's just go forward leave it with at that. that. Let's just leave it at that. But uh, yeah, DJ No Chill. That doesn't have a T. That doesn't have a T in it, man. I thought it did. No. TJ No Chill. TJ. Yeah, that's Tijuana No Chill. The very Mexican DJ. That's when DJ No Chill enters TJ. TJ. Which, by the way, that would be a great way to start a party. Son of a bitch. Right. Uh, but the Trailblazers now are going to be going up. They finally won a series after how many years? No, th- like so they four won years. F- no, uh, five years, I think. Four when they beat years, the Rockets. Right. Yeah, that was the last series they won. Not one, I think. Last me. Oh yeah, I think yeah, that's right. the last series last they won. And this is the first, pretty much the first postseason they've had four wins because they didn't even win a game like the last two years, I believe. No, they yeah. were just swept each. They time. were swept each time. So finally, they're going to the second round, and they'll be facing the Denver Nuggets. I think I think it's going to be a great matchup. Uh, they have their Jamal Murray, right? Yes, the Nuggets, the Nuggets have Jamal Murray, Isaiah Thomas. Um, I don't know if they have Moody. No, Moody is on the Knicks now. Yeah, Moody. Um, they traded him. They traded him. Uh, let me see who else we have. They have. Uh, but yeah, what are your thoughts on that series in general between the Nuggets and Trailblazers? Man, I, I think Dame Lillard and McCollum are just going to swipe the floor with them. Yeah, I mean, they also got Enos Cantor. You know, you got to oh, remember yeah. that. Yeah, he's a gritty guy. And he, he helps kind of fill the void of when Yusuf Nurkic went down. Uh, that did hurt the Trailblazers a lot, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Cantor really came alive, especially against his old team, the Thunder, Hell yeah. in this last series. And then Evan Turner's still badass. Like, you can't forget about Evan Turner. He can still shoot post-up, and he can still bust out the threes. So I wouldn't sleep on the Trailblazers at all. However, the Nuggets look good with the roster of Will Barton, who's one of the shooting guards. He's a pretty badass three-point shooter. Malik Ble- uh, Beasley, that's the other kid for the shooting, the second-year shooting guard out of Florida State. Mm-hmm. He was pretty good last year, and this year he started kind of coming into his own. They have Gary Harris, uh, who's a former Spur, and then Nikola Jokic, the Joker. As his nick, which is his moniker. No one calls him that. <laughs> really? Yeah, no dude. One calls him that. That's all I ever see on the fucking face on Facebook <laughs> everywhere. What do you mean no one calls him that? Why you? Why don't you like this guy, Fu? That's a stupid nickname. Oh, great. The Joker. Okay. That's what they call him. Man. Does he the look Joker. like the Joker at all, or like what no? The no, they on actually on, ES, on ESPN they put a poster like they were putting movie posters, uh-huh. but with NBA players on them, and they put Nikola Jokic as the, in the Joker, the one where it's the. The new Todd Phillips poster, okay. where it's Joaquin Phoenix holding his head up. Uh-huh. You see Nikola Jokic holding his head up, like <laughs> during that poster. And that's dude, TNT I mean. is fucking creative as fuck, dude. <laughs> when uh, Fu, I don't know if you know this, when they're playing a series elimination game and mm-hmm. the eliminated team loses, yeah. so they're out. In the NBA, when you lose in the playoffs, they say you go fishing. So they like always put some of the. Uh, the key figures of the team, like they photoshopped them onto like a fishing fi- boat, fishing boat, and people <laughs> like fishing and stuff, dude. Or sometimes they'll be in fly fishing outfits in the uh, lake, and you just see, them. dude. Yeah, they're, they're so good with it. It's great. part of this experience, foo. Yeah, TNT, TNT's always on point in the playoffs. I really wish they had the finals 
because but uh, it always goes to ESPN. Mm. Uh, but yeah, TNT would have had fun with it if it would, you know if they had the finals. Hell to the yeah. But you know we just gotta take them, take them while it lasts. Right now in the winter in the Western Conference, they have the Western Conference, right? Yeah. Yeah. Though so. Oh, it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, the finals are on Channel Seven, right? ABC. Yeah, ABC yeah. and ESPN, but yeah. mostly ABC. They they go on. Mm-hmm. And then the, one of the other next series is the Raptors and the Philadelphia 76ers. The Raptors actually lead right now, one zero. They just won, one zero eight to ninety five. And I think the Raptors pretty much just punched their ticket to the final to the uh, conference finals. Kawhi had forty three, and the other guy I forget I. Saw it at Sports Center trying to make up a clever nickname for him. Which one for Pascal Siakam? Yeah, they try to make. A, What'd they say? I forgot what it was. It totally was not a good one though. Um, but yeah, he also had like forty points. Yeah, and you know what? He's actually pretty good too. Pascal Siakam, number forty-three. Mm-hmm. He was a pretty decent rookie last year, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he just came into it really his own. developed this year. Yeah, and then they have Marcus Gasol. They got Marcus Gasol as yep, center. He pulled that trade off. Oh, dude, that was a badass trade for them. Kyle Lowry, though, I think is on his way out. But he's or... a serviceable player still right now. So Kyle Lowry is a great distributor, great mm-hmm. ball distributor, and he can post. He can actually hit a nice three. He's definitely every once in a they while. They definitely need a strategy to replace him, though. Yes, or at least get a new shooting guard because if they lose Ky- uh, Kawhi, they most likely will go move on from uh, Kyle rebuild. Lowry. Yeah, they'll rebuild around Siakam, and uh, they still have uh, they have Serge Ibaka still, mm-hmm. and uh, Danny Green. So yeah, I think the uh, Raptors are gonna win. I don't think that they're gonna sweep the Sixers. I think it'll go six games. Mm-hmm. I think the Sixers will pull out like at least two wins. The the Sixers are talented enough to to make it a good series. Yes, I'll agree with you. There. But I think Ben Sim the matchup with Ben Simmons and Kawhi Leonard is not a favorable one for the Sixers. Oh, not at all. Not at all, because mm-hmm. Kawhi is Kawhi can can bring it to elite defense. He has what a seven three wingspan. Yeah, yeah, he's he's, he's only he's six, six eight. eight and has a seven three wingspan, Ooh. and his hands, dude, like they're they almost wrap around a basketball entirely. Yeah, he Damn. can catch the ball midair and just like rethrow it. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, dude. dude, he's he's a beast. It's like a tennis ball to him. Yeah, it is. Crazy, it's like he's huh? holding a baseball, or like a, or even a softball. Oh yeah, just a little yeah, big, but he could still like full control. Yep. Crazy, wow. man. dude. Yeah, it's nuts. He's gonna be a big. Make draw. more of him. It's gonna be interesting to see if he does come to the Clippers because mm. yeah. he's still heavily rumored to come to the Clippers. To come to the Clippers, and wow. the Clippers right now look like a favorable destination. Only dude, they took the of, Warriors to six games. They took the Warriors to six games. They still have Doc Rivers, which they signed to an extension. Really? Um, yeah, and that Jerry Steve, West. Jerry West is at the helm. Jerry P. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's a consultant. Jerry West is a consultant. Oh yeah, I they he's have a spe- special consultant. Yeah, Lawrence Frank is the GM, mm-hmm. and then they have someone else. I think Willie Jacobs. Or By something. the way, who would have thought Lawrence Frank would jump from coach to GM? Yeah, right. I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't think he could do that. Like, yeah. I was surprised when I heard Lawrence Frank. I'm like, really? But they but, have done great things. Yeah, this year. and then dude, Steve Ballmer, Steve, goddamn you, balls, goddamn <laughs> you, fucking balls, balls, man. Good old balls. He's got balls, balls. dude. That's why. Yep. Okay. He should move to Seattle and, re- and bring back the... Uh... He, he, no, dude. He's not leaving the LA market. He's going to try and take over the LA market, man. He's, he's going to try everything in his power to take over LA. He's got a shot because... Push Le- out the Lakers. Lakers suck right now. N- not only that, and Lakers is running currently right now like a mom and pop shop. Like they don't they don't run like They're a business. rudderless. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're very rudderless right now. Yeah, Rapalinka alone in his little boat. 
It's going to be terrible. Yeah, too. it is. Well, certainly last, but definitely not least, we got the Rockets against the Warriors mm-hmm. on the West Coast. And right now, I think the Warriors look in trouble. It's been a good little battle, though. It but has. Did, you, did you hear what happened, Fu? Uh-huh. What? Uh, it wasn't initially reported, but Clay and Steph were hurt last game. Really? Against yeah, the against the Clippers. Oh, what happened there? They hurt their ankles, both of them. Um, Clay's is actually worse. They roll it or what? Yeah. He, he might miss the game today. He may miss the game tonight. Yeah. And there's a statistic that when I, ESPN actually put it up this morning on SportsCenter, that whenever uh, James Harden goes up against another player, uh, a player other than Steph Curry, mm-hmm. um, he averages at least 29 points mm-hmm. a game. When James Harden goes up against Steph Curry, however... Mm-hmm. He averages 53 points. Jesus Christ. Like, it is Why? almost money against Steph Curry. And they showed highlights. Like, uh, James Harden just has handles. He has those handles that he can just He goes move. through them? Yeah, he goes through them like nothing. He's always ball faking them. Mm-hmm. Or, like, right in his face, boom, he'll hit threes. Like, Steph just cannot guard James Harden. Like, well, I mean, he's significantly larger than Steph, too. Oh, yeah, he is. And he's faster. Uh-huh. So that's going to be, I think, the key factor. If if Clay is out for more than just this one game, mm-hmm. if he's out again the next game, then I think the war- I think the Warriors are in trouble, and I think the Rockets will probably go to the conference finals. Wow. I'm calling it right now. Rockets to Damn, the conference finals. ballsy move. Uh-huh. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And if I'm wrong, I owe you all a dab. That's You're including you, listeners. Do that anyway. What? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, who said I was? <laughs> oh, he said, "Suck it, dude." Yeah. What, what do you think? Is Phil? that what he said? He did. Ah, uh, honestly, I think I think it can go to seven. You think it can go to seven? I think it's going to. Are you, but you ultimately think Warriors? Uh, I think they're going to do it. <sighs> as much as much as I would love the the Rockets to dethrone the Warriors, mm-hmm. KD man. Yeah. He's so good. Yeah. But you know what though, man? Harden is on that level now. That's why you I have think, to give that's Harden why I think that. he can go to seven. Yeah. And it'll literally come down again. Can Chris Paul not yes. get injured? Yes, that's gonna be the deciding factor. No, because last year yeah. when Chris Paul went down, mm-hmm. that was pretty much it for the Rockets. Like right. you even I, I thought the Rockets were gonna beat the Warriors last year. But once C P three went down, you you knew the writing was on the wall at that point. Mm-hmm. And I think that Chris Paul is definitely the deciding factor in these upcoming playoffs because if he cannot, again, if he comes to injury, definitely the Warriors are going to be going to the finals. But I don't think so. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah, but I I have a feeling there's something in my bones telling me that the Rockets are going to pull this off. I think Harden. Josh has bones. I believe in the beard. I believe in the beard. (laughs) Shut up. Well, Fu, I wanted to kind of get your opinion on one last thing. Uh, I know you have a very strong opinion on this subject of Uh-oh. the Lakers head coaching search. And you do not like their coaching candidate of Ty Lu. No, I don't. Why? What? What is your, he, I, your beef? I don't feel as if he has any significant qualifications other than previously coaching LeBron. And winning a championship. Exactly. So other than that, he's illegitimate. You don't you don't think he's legit after he's not part of the conversation at all? What's I mean, there's been plenty of coaching vacancies this past offseason. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even called or considered. Well, no, because he he pretty much took the whole year off because if he were to if he if he were to have signed with a team during the season, 
he would have had to cut his uh, his salary or the payment that he was due from the from the Cavs. Mm. Yeah, the Cavs actually owed him like seventeen million. They had a, they were paying him for the whole year. Damn. So if he were to sign have signed with a team in the season, then he would have lost that money and he would have had to get a new contract. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much why he waited till the next till the off season to start interviewing with teams. Uh, and also, he had um, health issues last year, so he kind of took this whole year off to kind of get himself healthy again. Yeah. So I, I kind of understand that you don't want another LeBron guy in on the team, which is where you're kind of going with this. See? But I, the way I think of it, I've heard a lot of people say this from George Sedano to even Brian Windhorst and everyone that or and. Uh, there was an interview. You guys probably go on George Sedano's podcast. It was with him and Kendrick Perkins, mm -hmm. former Celtic and Thunder guy, and he was on the Cavs for a little while too. Uh, he was fr he's friends with like LeBron, and he pretty much said on the interview that Bron doesn't want ha want to have anything to do with decisions. That's just not what he does. He actually wants to avoid any type of decisions in the hot office, mm -hmm. front office, and anything. He's like he just wants to play ball. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, and Ty Lue is the only coach I've ever seen that's been able to coach LeBron. Like, LeBron will question a call. He'll be like, no, we should do this. And then Ty Lue will pretty much tell him, no, nah, sit your ass down. We scouted this. We looked at it. This is the play we go from. If it breaks down, then we'll move along from there. Yeah. Like, he's the only coach that'll straight up tell that's LeBron, and LeBron will walk away and, and listen to him. So, like, that's honestly, and I think that's what we need. You look, dude, we have the best player in the league. Why not get a coach that fits him and that can still groom the upcoming players? Right. And, I mean, that only makes sense, too, for, Ky for Kyrie to come, too. He coached Kyrie and LeBron And if LeBron you're looking for the, the respect of the young guys, too, you got you to gotta be able... It's like going to prison, man. You take out the, big, the biggest guy first and the rest fall in line. Yeah, and if, the, if, if Ty Lue could check the biggest guy on the team like LeBron, yeah. everyone else is going to fall in line. And that was the one of the main problems with Luke Walton last year is that he couldn't check LeBron. Mm. And a lot of people saw that. Like, that's when Michael Beasley would confront him. I think I, rem I remember reporting on this yeah. that he confronted him yep. in, the, in, the, you know, in the locker room and then they got rid of him. So, yep. uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, look, I'm not trying to convince you, Fu. You may have your feelings and you may keep your feelings knowing you. Bitter Betty. Um, <laughs> wow. Dang. Just kidding, food. Just kidding. He's not kidding, no, he's dude. not. Oh. <laughs> got, got. But I say, why not, man? I say, why not? Because the only other candidate would be Monty Williams. And all in the, he would be a better candidate, I think, Monty Williams. from the. He's the assistant coach for the 76ers. But there's a report also from Brad Turner from the LA Times. He said that, Monty Williams is really being looked at by the Phoenix Suns. Ah. So most likely he may take the job with the Suns, which pretty much only leaves the Lakers with the options of Ty Lue, Jason Kidd, and Jawan Howard. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, they're going to have to wait till after the season to go after some of the playoff teams, like other coaching candidates. Like right. they, they can't pull anyone from the Warriors yet until they're done with their season. So right, it's just looking all bad for the Lakers, man. I, Foo, this is your fault. Foo, uh, Fuse, you actually had a story you wanted to bring up in sports, Well, if right? we're going to move on into MLB after all this, yeah. I, I, I noticed something earlier this week that made me just want to throw something okay. at, at someone. It was pretty fucking stupid. I don't get it. And you guys, you guys are obviously going to shit on this, uh -huh. or at least shit on these sensibilities, but the Orioles become the first professional sports team to wear Braille jerseys. 
So it shows it shows <laughs> that um, you know where it would normally say Orioles on the front of their jerseys and their dots. name on the back. It's just a series of dots, in which case would be translated into Braille, right? So um, apparently, it's it's one of those things that they're doing, I guess, to attract or to be on the news or be relevant because the Orioles fucking suck and have for a while <laughs> now. Uh, but also, if I'm trying to be pragmatic about this whole thing, they can't see that. They can't see that. <laughs> Come on, what man. The, who is this for? Who, who are is you this for? Who there, John Cena? Where? Oh my god! <laughs> Listen, man, this is the fucking. This is the Orioles fucking just beating off into a ceiling fan and going, "Yeah, we're progressive. <laughs> yeah, look at us. We care. Who needs this kind of awareness?" That's like giving Do out Do people not know that there's blind people? You know what it is? That's like giving out free iPods to deaf people. Yeah. 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 That's what that's what this is. Uh-huh. You want a hey, deaf day, free iPods. Wait, what? It it doesn't make any sense. Or you see a deaf guy walking down the street with a Metallica shirt on, and you're just like, "How do you know you like him?" <laughs> wow. Damn. I'm just saying. That's... I'm just saying. Can, can we talk? <laughs> is this not what, wow. is this is this not what we're about, son? I'm just saying. He's not wrong, and Joe. You know what? I agree because when he Josie brought this to our attention before the <laughs> podcast, yeah, and my immediate reaction like, was like, "What? Why? Who's gonna see this?" And not only that, not only that, but the Braille is just, you know, it's just screen printed on. It's not even raised. <laughs> it's not, it's not even, even raised. So if a blind guy were to go up to said players, they're still not going to know. They're still not going to know. Even if they feel their jersey. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not it's not like bumped up. You know what I mean? So this is a straight fail. For I'm just saying Orioles. they totally could if they wanted to. But they, they got, you know, have. not only not only were the, the none of this make any sense, but then they just got lazy. <laughs> they Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, okay. I can just see the marketing guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I got a great idea. Great idea for right. a day. We're gonna have Braille Day. <laughs> oh, Braille Day. So we're just. I'm gonna, listening. Yeah, Braille Day. He's gonna we're be like, gonna "When's the last time we did anything for some deaf people?" They're like, "Huh? All right, let's do it." Or blind people. Blind even. people. Even. Oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Slip of the tongue. Yeah, that's the one market that they haven't tapped. You know, because they can't watch TV. They can't. I mean, if they go to a game, they just got to be told what's going on. Well, I gotta yeah. be a dick, dude. I'm just saying. <laughs> it it does not make sense. It, it is not sense. practical and it is not logical. <laughs> what logic is this? I don't know. The, the blind people are really gonna love these braille jerseys. Are they gonna have bumps on them? No, nah, of course not. Why are we gonna have bumps <laughs> on our jerseys? That just doesn't make any sense. It's gonna weigh the players. Down. <laughs> it's gonna weigh the play because that's that is the brick in the logic. That's right. that's that's the, what's wrong with this whole scenario. Right. Right. And um, footnote and sidebar. Foo. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just saying, kind of wins every argument. It works every time. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> Uh, did How powerful you, is that? Yeah, very powerful because it just gets people to either laugh or shut up. Yeah. No response. Did you hear about Vladdy Guerrero Jr. finally making his MLB debut for the Toronto J- Blue Jays? I sure did. Vlad, Vladimir Guerrero's son mm-hmm. is a Blue Jay starter, and he actually started it off pretty well with a uh, on-base double to set up the game-winning run for the uh, Blue Jays the other day in their last game. And he looks like he's going to be badass. I kept calling it last year. They should have brought him up. And I called it this year to, like, I talked to this buddy 
this uh, FedEx guy that always comes around. Me and him just talk baseball. Uh-huh. And I told him how the tra- how the Angels should just move, should just get the fuck out of town. Where would they go? Send them to Seattle. I don't care. Do whatever they want. Oh, just, just get just out of here. Right. <laughs> take the trash out. Just take the trash out, man. I told them they're gonna ruin Mike Trout. Uh-huh. And he's just like, wow, man. I'm all. You guys can't do shit. You guys have no fucking no. They're gonna waste pitching. his whole career. Yeah. 100%. If uh, and also if uh, Angels home game wasn't white enough, let's take him to Seattle. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I told him, I, I remember telling him that, mark my words, Vladimir Guerrero is going to be called up. He'll win Rookie of the Year this year. Uh-huh. And he's just like, you're full of shit, man. And look at me now, man. Look at me now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be you. fair, he only had his first hit. So let's just chill. He's going to be badass, dude. Just watch. Just yeah, watch. Um, Josh, is, Josh is putting high money on this. I'm out on a ledge. High money, though? High money, of course. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Fu, <laughs> <laughs> you got anything you want to bring up? No, that's pretty much all the sports. Um, God damn it, Raiders, you sons of bitches. <laughs> you done it again. You yeah. did it again, Raiders. Also, an interesting topic came up um, for the Fantasy Football League in the chat. By the way, they're begging for you to come back. To what? To the WhatsApp chat. Oh, begging? They're for begging maybe? for you to come back. What are they saying? They really miss you. What's going on right now? We have a WhatsApp chat uh, uh-huh. for fantasy football. I left. And the Rams fans get out of control. They get out of control. I left because they just, they annoyed me so much with some of the shit. And But, I mean, to be fair, I did talk a lot of shit myself. Mm-hmm. And oh, uh, threw, threw a lot out there. Isn't that what it's designed there. to do? That, I mean, dude, I was on fire in that entire chat. Like, these old men loved it because I just called them out on everything. <laughs> even even Yantas, man. That guy, that, I, I don't hold anything back with him. He may be in a wheelchair, but... He handicapped. He is handicapable. Trust me, people. Trust me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Well, well, there, well, there it is. Well, we'll have a separate discussion on um, this chat. But uh, anyways, they were bringing up that they're making fun of me that I have to keep my name. And I was just like, who the fuck said I have to keep my name? What's your name on there? Guns and Roses. Yeah, dude, you oh. have to. No, I don't. You won a championship. You ha- you. He, it's, him it's too. On. He's one of the buffoons. Well, you're defending to. the championship. He's defending. It's on. His name is on the championship trophy. Uh-huh. So if this asshole has a different name every time he wins a fucking championship, oh hell no, no you you done. You Just done. because no one else has done it, now they're all jelly foo. Don't you dare, man! Look at all these fucking peanut Don't butter and fucking. jelly donut <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> you're part of the problem, sir. <laughs> You were part That's of the so problem. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so this will be the hot debate going forward <laughs> as I search for my new team name. Hey, all oh, right. So if I, I listen, man, you know I rarely disagree with you, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I, I gotta say, you gotta defend. You gotta defend this next season with that name. How? You gotta defend your championship. So the name defends it. Well, I just the gotta name, let the, the name, name take... is is a championship the team. Championship team. It's like saying if the fucking you gotta hang on to it. So one more season at, at least. So if the Raiders win a Super Bowl next year, they can go in as the as the Golden Knights or some bullshit name. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> but they're not going to because it's a great logo. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, exactly. it's a great clothing line. It's a great yeah. logo. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you're Guns and Rosen, and you you laid your bed. Another, now you sleep in it. Another buffoon who thinks he knows the. Stop rules. complaining that you won. Yeah, right. yeah. There's such asshole. a thing as I'm a sore winner. That I run. What do you mean? Come on, man. 
I mean, I did, though. <laughs> yeah, you did. But come on, man. Just keep using the name. Defend the season with that name. You have to. You have I don't to. have to, but I'll consider uh, it. Fucking dick. You contrarian motherfucker. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> I know you're saying. Yeah, lastly, I'll finish off with some uh, good Dodgers news. Vintage Kershaw, man. Yeah. He, he's back at it. He uh, They won last night against the... Pirates three to one, and he had eight strikeouts in seven innings, and gets his first win of the year. Oh, that's great! Yeah, man, that's a good sign. Please just stay healthy, though, man. God, for the love of God, stay healthy. Yes. If you got to sit out a few weeks, I thought they were going to sit him longer. To be honest, I thought so too. But uh, I mean, they'll probably just give him a rest in the middle of the year, hopefully, mm-hmm. um, like a little before All Star break, because we need him for the World Series, man. We need him at tip top shape. If anything, I'm saying just. Like for two months in the middle, once we got a good enough lead, just mm-hmm. sit him down. Mm-hmm. Just have him let us sit him for like four starts, and then boom, bring him back. That's all he needs. Yeah. Yep. But uh, we're actually going to be going to the Padres game. Padres are hosting the Dodgers in San Diego. Yeah. We're going to hit that up on uh, May fifth, Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Get and uh, up. the day after uh, May the fourth, be with you, mm-hmm. uh, and so, which just happens to be Steph's birthday. So. We're going to go ahead and celebrate it there uh, and get really drunk. Yes. Get uh, really, really drunk. It's going to be a dope-ass game. It's a 1 o'clock game, so we're going to get trashed at the game and then continue the party on in Gaslamp. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be It's going to be very it's nice. Good time. Well, Foos, you guys got anything else you want to bring up? No, I think that's going to do it, man. I think that's it. Another one in the books. Thank you all for listening to Fubar Sports. Foobity-doobity.